Welcome to the Cyberman show a place that makes you smarter about cyberverse beat cybersecurity cloud emerging tech startups or ideas we have it all let's begin Hello friends welcome to the Cyberman show today's topic is what is cybersecurity why do we need cybersecurity does everyone need cybersecurity so i'm going to uncover all that today just for your uh, revision my name is prashant mishra i am a cyber security consultant for almost 20 years now and this is the cyberman show so uh, i'm going to i'm going to start with why uh, what what is the purpose of cyber security right so as as you know there is a definition there all for most of the things there is a definition and essentially what uh, cyber security does it, it protects the all the connected systems from external unauthorized unapproved uh, usage of your inf- of your systems now as you know everything or mostly everything is connected to internet today anything you are doing is typically over phone or on your desktop and either you are buying something selling something watching something so all the systems that you are or applications that you are using they all run on infrastructure and we call this it infrastructure and they, this includes people like you users people like me who are trying to build that infrastructure then there are applications or apps either they are your desktop apps or there are apps that are running on mobile phones or other devices okay and then there are devices devices like your mobile phone your laptops okay your smart TVs your uh, streaming devices or home entertainment systems okay anything that's connected to system uh, to internet and anything that's uh, providing an application or hosting something which is the server or workloads as we call them and there is the entire network right so starting from uh, your, your telecom connectivity uh, the fiber running from your home or, or the 4g 5g connectivity that you have uh, and then within the corporate infrastructure the the cables and uh, any connectivity the internet these lines that we have taken okay and then there is the cloud which which is essentially the hosting part or this is where uh, the the application providers or service providers host their infrastructure this is the way you access uh, streaming applications like watching an, a match okay and then of course there is data which is uh, whatever you are doing that that is generating data and it is getting uploaded to to this uh, infrastructure right so now with this all this infrastructure which includes uh, what we are doing what we are trying to access what are our patterns what is some there could be something personal about us right so we are all uploading pictures on various uh, applications and this is and you know this information is critical for a lot of people right and uh, a lot of people can misuse it also okay so that's where hack- hackers come in and they want to misuse the system or or bring it down with various reasons right so and and i'm going to cover the types of hacker and why they go behind certain things but essentially the job of cyber security is to secure our infrastructure right and this infrastructure include this uh, all these components that i mentioned okay now what are the threats that we see in in this infrastructure right so uh once the your let's say you're watching an ipl match or or uh, any game what kind of threats that we see right so typically let me start by saying there are two type of threats external threats and internal threats and external threats are done by external people and internal threats are done by people who are who know the system so example 
for last two years. These are the most common threats we have seen on the internet. So uh, ransomware being uh, one of the most popular ones uh, where what it does is uh, this piece of software, uh, it encrypts your system, it uh, holds your or holds your system hostage and uh, you can't log into the system, you can't use it unless you pay some money to uh, a remote hacker who has uh, carried out this activity and this is typically done in cryptocurrency and there have been numerous incidents where they have held uh, uh, hospitals on ransom, they have held businesses on ransom and imagine a business going down, not being able to do anything for hours and hours. Imagine a hospital system where doctors can't log in, the nurses can't log into the monitoring systems and they can't prescribe medicine or monitor tests. Now that's bad uh, for for us, right? And by it, similarly, it's bad for businesses. Okay, so ransomware are typically used by cyber criminals to make money from uh, these malicious softwares. Now, the second category of malicious software, or we as we call them malware, is rats, bots, and mobile malware. Now, essentially, they don't hold your system hostage, but what they're doing is they're either stealing your data. So, rat stands for remote access trojan. What that means is, uh, I can monitor anything that's happening on your desktop, laptop or your mobile phone. I can copy it and I can then maybe blackmail you. Maybe I can put it on internet just to shame you. I can use your mobile phone or a desktop uh, to conduct uh, an attack that, uh, you know, that you might not ever come to know, but I can use it to con conduct attacks on some website like a government website. This is very common. So as I've been covering the Russia Ukraine cyber warfare, a lot of attackers are using bots, which are third systems that they control. They're using the CPU and the memory or resources of these mobiles or desktops and attacking in thousands and millions of quantities. Okay, And then there's mobile malware, which is essentially controlling or monitoring what's happening. So all your SMSs, OTPs, your pictures, contacts are getting dumped uh, uh, to these hackers. Okay. And then the third category of uh, uh, attacks that uh, is getting common is crypto jacking or hidden crypto mining. Again, uh, this is essentially kind of malware. Uh, what it does, it, it has a specific purpose. It uses your CPU resources uh, to or your system resources to uh, help in the mining operations. And these miners eventually uh, are able to make crypto currency out of it. Uh, uh, so when they can't buy, they, what they do is they buy these systems or, or mobile phones uh, to do the mining. And some of the common ones uh, that I've uh, found are XMRig and JSC Coin. Okay. And they get installed either as pirated uh, apps, pirated games. Uh, you know, so whenever you're downloading uh, a pirated game, a very popular pirated game, be careful. Your phone or system could be used for mining. Okay. Now the next common threat is email. Uh, threat which is uh, you know typically the, the common term that we call is phishing and uh, essentially it's about sending emails to target users uh, with an intent to lure them to give up information now the most common form is spear phishing which is targeted uh, when i say targeted the instead of sending a generic spam which is you know hey user uh, you know you we have a lottery for you they go with hey prashant <clears throat> we found that you were looking for this particular t-shirt on online here is a discount coupon and once you open an attachment your system gets infected okay uh, a similar form of uh, this uh, threat is also available on sms it's called smishing 
uh, and uh, there now there is one called Q uh, Q rushing, which is QR closed. Uh, so instead of sending you SMSs, they can send you a QR code because you can't read QR code. You have to scan it, and as soon as you scan, the system takes you to a website where you have to put some your information. Okay. And there is another uh, extended version uh, of this phishing, which is veiling. So instead of attacking, attacking general employees of a corporate, they go after the top execs, uh, CEOs, MD of, of a company. And even one of them reveals information. It's a high value information instead of a generic information that they can get, get from an employee, a regular employee. Okay. So email threats are very common these days. Uh, uh, and again, what attackers are doing, they are combining all these. So email, uh, Threats. So sending an email which has an attachment that can even once somebody opens can eventually lead to a ransomware infection, right? So they're combining all these techniques. Now the next threat is, is against the availability and integrity of, of the infrastructure. So uh, most common uh, being website defacement or denial of and denial of service attack, website defacement also known as website hacking. So somebody hacks your website and you know, your main information is lost and they're displaying their, their banners and, uh, some other messages okay and uh, then there is dos which is you know making sure that your website the main business website is not able to serve its purpose so let's say you have an e-commerce website uh, which is uh, designed to handle 5000 customers in a minute suddenly the the hacker starts sending uh, it 500000 customers a minute so you know, that's uh, website is not equipped doesn't have resources to manage this kind of workload and it goes down now imagine in today's world, if a website, a popular website going down by an hour, it, it is millions and, uh, you know, rupees or dollars getting lost in, in business. And the third concept is in, in this uh, attack category is water holing. So it's, it's, uh, the term is derived from jungle where uh, the tiger waits for its prey to come to drink water. And once it starts drinking water, the tiger attacks. So in this case, uh, you know, what uh, hackers do is they, they hack a, a website or a business uh, which is less secure and as the employees or, or some of the target users come to this website, they get infected. Uh, a very common example is, let's say, uh, during a, uh, 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 or in a particular region, there is a very popular news website that everyone opens in the morning and I, uh, as a hacker, hack this website. And I know that every uh, morning, this particular region, uh, you know, people will visit that website and they, they, the website gets infected. Uh, the, the person who's visiting uh, gets infected, he downloads a malware or it can be a crypto specific crypto jacking malware. It could be a rat bot. It could be a ransomware also, right? So eventually, you know, the, the, the system, uh, both the main website as well as the people who are visiting the, that website are getting infected. The next type of threat, threat that we see today is uh, disinformation, misinformation. This is essentially fake news. And, uh, you know, there have been multiple incidents. Uh, in fact, uh, attackers are using uh, deep fake or AI based uh, videos, AI generated videos to spread messages. Uh, two weeks back, I saw messages coming from uh, both the presidents of Ukraine and Russia trying to talk about uh, surrendering or peace treaties etc and they were both fake okay and uh, you know this is very popular in the whatsapp world uh, or on messaging world where people can generate messages and they uh, try to make it look legit and uh, you know then they can instigate anything the next common threat is threat against data which is data breaches so attackers going after a particular uh, data set 
So example, let's say you are a company that has uh, millions of customers records and these records essentially include uh, phone numbers, emails, home addresses, and this could be used by attacker to make fake ID, IDs, right? Uh, and sell it somewhere to sell or sell it to someone. So uh, attackers go after these companies. So let's say a food delivery company whose main job is to uh, have the, the, you know, to serve its, uh, its customers, you know, let them order food online. They hold all, all our records and once they get hacked, all that data is gone. Okay. And so in a lot of countries, there are privacy acts, you know, that, uh, ensure that all these businesses who have this confidential data, they, they carry out and they deploy cyber security pro products and solutions to, uh, uh, you know, safeguard our data. The next type of threat is the non-malicious threats. These are essentially, uh, you know, threats that uh, don't uh, have any maliciousness in it, uh, but they are human done because of mistakes. So example, I'm too sleepy and I, I'm trying to configure a software in, you know, as an IT admin for a company and in, you know, either because of lack, lack of knowledge or, you know, my, my laziness, I, it, I don't configure it properly and, you know, leave it open for attackers to, to get in. Okay. The, the next attack is the, the supply chain attacks. These are essentially, uh, you know, this is a category where, uh, instead of attacking the main target to attack one of the suppliers, and these are very common these days. And uh, my first supply chain attack that I saw or was part of was in the year 2012. My, one of my com companies where I used to work got hacked and the security of that company, uh, my company was pretty strong, but the, the, the contractor who was working in the company didn't, they, their security was, was not there. So as they visited our company, our company got infected and you know, eventually got hacked. And then the next, next category is insider threats. So insider threats is, uh, is employees who have full access and they going after your company uh, itself, right? Either they're not happy with their bosses. There is some other. Uh, reason they can, you know, they want to hack either they're non-technical uh, in nature, they could be technical in nature. And, you know, these days, uh, uh, hacking groups are trying to lure uh, employees of large companies to give up uh, access in, in exchange of either virtual or cryptocurrency or some other benefit, right? So these are the common threats that, that we see in, in the IT infrastructure today. And for information, a lot of these didn't exist when I started my cybersecurity career. There were different kinds of threats based on the IT infrastructure that got evolved. So as we get, uh, you know, used to new kind of software, new kind of hardware, the threats will keep changing. So example, connected cars are getting real. They will become mainstream in the next uh, uh, few years, you know, worst case a decade. But then car hacking will be a common issue. Okay. So companies are already working to solve that problem, but there are too many unknowns. Uh, IT is complex. Cybersecurity is, is even more complex. Okay. So these things will keep uh, getting involved. Now so we've discussed what kind of threats exist. Let's get, discuss who, you know, who tries to create these threats, right? So there are typically four kind of, uh, uh, actors apart from uh, insider threats. So these are, I'm right now uh, focusing on the external uh, actors. So these are, you know, the most popular ones are state sponsored. These are essentially nation states or governments who are trying to hack uh, each other uh, for geopolitical reasons. So there are incidents of multiple countries uh, attacking each other, either as allies or against each other. 
uh, you know, you just Google, uh, uh, you know, cyber espionage and you'll find multiple incidents on it. Okay. There are dedicated cyber uh, wings uh, and cyber uh, war is uh, part of the geopolitical strategy. It's very common now. Okay. The next category of hackers are cyber criminals. These are people who are using their skills to uh, have financial uh, motivation. So typically anybody who's behind ransomware, uh, they are behind, they are part of cyber criminal uh, groups. Uh, so there was an attacker, uh, just look up Revel ransomware. So this guy is uh, made almost 200, 250 million dollars by sending ransomware uh, to its uh, targets. And that's the money, you know, they were able to make. And now he's extradited in US, but uh, they essentially go after money. The third category is hacktivists. So hacktivists are hackers who don't uh, typically go after money, but they have a political agenda. So people like groups like Labs, uh, Anonymous, they are hacking to prove a point. So example in the Russia's Ukraine cyber warfare, uh, Anonymous has come publicly, uh, have declared publicly that they will be uh, supporting Russia and they are trying to hack Russia and they've exposed a lot of data for They've tried to hack their uh, streaming services, putting up messages, supporting Ukraine, showing live footage. Uh, and there have been cases like that in the last uh, few decades. And the last group is hacker for hire. These are or hackers for hire. These are as a service people. So they don't typically get into hacking directly, but they do provide tools and ammunition. So it's like uh, you know, the companies that make arms, they don't typically fight, but they sell it to people who want to fight, right? Who want to buy arms. So they provide infrastructure for other hackers to uh, hack someone, right? So these are available as a service based on per hour, per tool, you know, depending on what kind of hack they want to do. Okay. Now, so these are the, you know, tip, uh, two things that I've covered. Now let's look into who's providing solutions. So it's, you would have realized based on the IT infrastructure, there are different types of, uh, uh, threats and for each threat there are different kind of solutions available okay now these solutions are uh, not just offered by one company but multiple companies and they work at various levels so if you are using a mobile there could be different software for mobile there could be a different software to handle email on mobile there could be different software or e handling email on a desktop etc right because it is is a complex domain in in terms of number of moving parts uh, so a lot of prop companies provide uh, that protection. Okay. Now I, you can classify them into OEMs, original equipment manufacturers, companies who are actually building a product uh, to solve a particular problem. And uh, on your screen, what you can see is some of the categories. So example, identity and access management, they, they provide authentication uh, solutions. So ensuring that it's Prashant who's logging in, not somebody who's used, used stolen Prashant's password, right? And then, there are uh, product companies who provide uh, uh, network security and again network security is a big domain essentially means securing whatever is going through coming in your infrastructure so anybody who's uh, visiting a website that's hosted by a company you know so ensuring uh, that their website is not hacked also ensuring that employees while they are accessing internet or external services sitting in the in the office campuses, they are secure, you know, and they are only allowed or accessing things that are approved, things are sanctioned by the company and no unknown devices, you know, unapproved uh, devices are able to get into the uh, 
in the network right and then while they are browsing you know uh, you know their endpoints have to be secure so there are endpoint security software or antiviruses there are application security software right that uh, scan your website they scan your software uh, for uh, finding out issues uh, that uh, would have led to insecure or or uh, vulnerability or a weakness in in your application okay? and then because your applications are mostly hosted on cloud there are cloud security solutions to ensure that your infrastructure where your hosting is continuously you know secure and compliant to to the basic security uh, hygiene okay and then there is entire threat response and management category which is where you know you're continuously scanning your infrastructure for new threats that are coming in monitoring activity that's happening whether it's happening on endpoint it's happening on your servers your network etc from a single pane of glass and then any response that they are doing is automated okay so and if there is a weakness which we call vulnerability in our world uh, that's there you you know you track it and you ensure that you have a fix or a patch so that that vulnerability is not exploited and then you can always uh, track how many assets that you have now if you you might be wondering uh, you know if companies don't know what they have yes because the it infrastructure is dynamic uh, the the attack surface or potential uh, places where hacks can happen keep on changing uh, and why, when i say dynamic i'll give you a very sim simple example is uh, in a in a typical match when you know let's say australia india are playing you know the number of people visiting a streaming company's website uh, would be very high uh, compared to when uh, let's say india west indies are playing right so number of servers that the streaming company provides would change now each streaming server could be a possible uh, point of hack for a hacker right so this information keeps changing so both hackers as well as the it infrastructure teams keep a track of what's what do they have in real time what's functioning you know what hack, what kind of activities happening on on this uh, extra server that got created okay now the next category of products is on uh, iot side or internet of things so essentially these are sensors uh, smart home sensors smart tv sensors or any form of sensors that are connected to internet collecting information or giving out information these are small computers essentially we have to put it on chips which can be again had to you know carry out a particular purpose a lot of them have enough resources to host a small application that can do a particular job and again email security products are there data security products are there any banking transaction uh, or banking fraud products are there and compliance management software which ensures uh, that all your basic uh, cyber security hygiene is maintained as guided by local governments agencies or uh, sectoral uh, watchdog uh, that's there now so the the job of the oems is to make software or hardware to solve a particular problem right and then there is the service provider category whose job is to make sure that they you know they can build or install the system for various businesses so example if you are a food uh, uh, you know delivery company it is not your you know core business so what you do you hire a partner or a service provider to manage it for you and similarly manage cyber security for you so these companies provide uh, uh services for installing and integrating various softwares uh, based on you know the kind of business that you have and keep monitoring issues keep patching any issues that are there uh, you know respond to any threats that are coming in real time and 
So, uh, operate, test, and report. These are their uh, typically, uh, you know, functions uh, in this world, right? Uh, so that's that's the basic of cybersecurity, and there are a lot of companies who are doing this service. Uh, so, if for each of the category that I mentioned, there are various companies who are doing that, uh, uh, you know, building a problem or solving a problem, not not building a problem, but building a software to solve a problem, and. Uh, so if if you want to get into cybersecurity, I recommend going through IT first. So it doesn't matter what background you have, you can always start with IT learning, IT fundamentals. So there are some courses available from various set of, uh, bodies. Uh, you don't need to get certified; you just need to gain knowledge. So you can go through certain books on IT. Then you can start picking up topics on uh, uh, you know security uh, basics, and then you can start picking on a particular stream. So you might say. I like apps, so why don't I learn about uh, how to secure mobile apps, how to secure mobiles, right? So you start building topics like that, and you know, you scale and uh, start. Uh, one thing I recommend is always going learning to cloud uh, fundamentals. So a lot of cloud providers are there. I I recommend going through at least one or two, so that you understand cloud basics and eventually learn cloud security because a lot of companies are now hosting. Their IT infrastructure on cloud or uh, third-party data centers or data centers or facilities that are not not owned by them. Okay, and then of course you can have product-specific knowledge. So, example in my case, I I have product-specific knowledge, I have cloud-specific knowledge, and uh, you know generic knowledge. And I've added those skills over a long period of time. So you know it's not complicated. You keep learning about one thing, and then you keep adding uh, relevant and uh, you know uh, relevant domains and relevant topics around it. So with that, thank you so much. I'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you.